This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Thursday, September the 1st, 2016. Well, hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour, Thursday, September 1, in the year of our Lord, 2016. My name's Homer Lopez. I thank you for joining us this morning. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender. It's as easy as giving us a call at one 800 not. 951-0592. The lovely Sarah is here today to take your calls, answer your questions, walk you through your order, or you can go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Point and click. Take a look at the products. Take a look at the programs you can join. i just tell you one thing about uh, the website itself. It's just so much information, and all that information, all this radio show, all everything that's done here, Website and all is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its owner, its CEO. He's the man. He's the backbone of the company. His name's Joe Jaquin. He's the one who delivers economics with attitude. And he's a little under the weather. Buddy, you're, you're, you're toughing it out. Toughing it out. Um, I figured out what was wrong. Yeah? You know, I've been complaining about this thing in my throat. The tickle? The tickle, if you will. <laughs> apparently, I'm sick. Yeah, apparently, you're breaking fevers, I hear. So, uh, yesterday... I took the, uh, I, I was here, but we did, you know, we ran a, a repeat yesterday, and then I left probably about 11, 11, 11.30 yesterday, I just wasn't you up to par. You weren't up to par, man, you were, you were into the weather. So anyway, uh, back here again today, still not feeling great, but man, there's so much going on, I, I just had to, had to come in, had to be here, I mean, we are, it's getting interesting, that's all I'm going to say, I thought... Uh, Donald Trump was here yesterday, uh, met with the president of Mexico, and I'll just say this, Donald looked good. Yeah, he looked good, didn't he? Donald looked good, and and back on message, and, you know, really, it's really, I really, it, it's pretty simple. When you're talking about, do you want to live in a country where, now they're saying 11 or 12 million and of course, you're getting that number for the government. So let's call it what it is. Twenty million people are here that shouldn't be. I mean, we can decide to accept that, or we can decide that okay, enough's enough. Maybe we need to figure out who's coming in and who's not coming in, and all those things. And and I just thought it was. Uh, I was glad to see. It. I'll tell you. Did you happen to see? Uh, I mean, watching the news last night, the protesters. I think they're getting nervous. They came out in droves last night. Well, you know, I, I, it, it's a really hard issue because, and I'm going to say this right now, and this is just what I truly believe in, and other people could say you're full of it, but I don't believe anywhere in the world people really want illegal immigrants, illegal aliens, foreigners, whatever word you want to call them undocumented worker. I mean, there's so many words you can use. Sure. Entering their country. They don't. Nobody they, does. Nobody wants that. 
So I don't understand what the big It's amazing to me. I, I, I'll just tell you this. The thing that was amazing to me is somebody invested a lot of money in big blow-up. You know those big gorillas that sit on top of the, 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 cars, the, 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 the auto dealership? <laughs> yeah. That was a big Donald Trump. And I couldn't tell if it was for him or against him because on the there was another big blow up. I thought it was a bounce house at first, and I just wanted <laughs> well, to get the down there. About yeah, down yeah. There. They yeah. had the vent. The street vendors were out there. I thought, are they promoting him? They made a big blow up of him. I'm just, I just don't understand. It, it is very interesting to me, and I, and I again, I truly believe that most people feel that way, right? Hey, I don't mind. Hey, come on, if we need you, come on in. We have a legal way to do that. And i got to believe that most people would like that to be how it works. But then again, this is the power of the media that gets people convinced that, nope, this isn't really what we want. And of course, this is what the globalists want. This is really, when we really talk about all of the things that we talk about this show, they're all tied together. You know, all of a sudden, you know, at least, I don't know about other places, but here in Arizona, right, they build houses of one on top of the other. Yes, they do. And, and essentially, uh, good fences make good neighbors. You know what I'm saying? Good fences make good neighbors. And everybody wants to have their, bro- their block wall and their fence, and this is my area. Stay on your area. Right, this is my domicile, and that's your domicile, and it's all clearly marked, and all of those things. And yet, these same people now all of a sudden feel differently about the country. I don't believe that. I just don't believe it. And 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 ultimately, at the end of the day, I mean, Eric used to say it all the time, and now I say it all the time. Eventually, we're going to want it all back. Here's the problem. By the time we get it back, by the time everybody figures it all out, right, it may be too late. And it really, in a lot of regards, it is too late. The debt's almost $20 trillion. I mean, I don't know. I haven't even talked about all of the economic news today. But let's just say there's a reason why gold's turned around. Gold's now higher. Matter of fact, it's up, what, six six dollars uh, on a day it's supposed to be down. Remember, tomorrow's the big jobs number from the government. Supposed to cement the, we're going to raise rate in September. When we get back from the break, I'm just going to give you all the economic data that came out today and a few that came out yesterday. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, things are not looking very good. And I, and I don't say that because I'm trying to scare anybody. They just don't look very good. And they don't look good here at home. They don't look good overseas. We had the seventh largest shipper in the world. You know, the, the, the companies that, that have the, the ships that are football fields long go under last night. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more when we get back. Double J in the love, Patriot Radio News Hour, the first day of September. You know what, before I forget, tomorrow is my oldest, it's his birthday tomorrow, he's 17. Man, where did all the time go? Just 
incredible. So I cannot believe Joey's I know. 17, <laughs> man. It's just nuts. That little punk used to be running around the house. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. I'm just... I I I, 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 I can watch him grow up. About it, right? Well, I'm minor in college now. What can I, I say? I know you probably known Joey since he was like one or two years old. Exactly. I mean, it's just it's crazy to think about. So happy uh, early birthday! If I forget tomorrow, I've covered my bases. My wife's here today, running the uh, running the front desk. So I have on to make sure that uh, I got that in there before she's like, "What? It's one thing to forget my birthday, but your son's really? What's wrong with you? What is wrong with I you? Know it. I, I, you can blame it on the you know." The, the, the illness here. Yes, I'm just not feeling well. There so if I had felt well, I probably would have forgot. You know, really, ultimately, that's probably the truth. But the big news, I'm just going to run down. There was a an incredible amount of data that came out primarily today. And I'm just going to tell you, I want to give you some retail stories. You know, they're trying to tell you how great the consumer is, and of course I've told you all about that. It really has to do with us paying more for health care and rent, uh, cars, all of those things. And then we're going to talk about productivity, labor costs, and then ISM, and then we're going to talk about what really has happened to the global economy, how bad things have really gotten. First off, Abercrombie and Fitch. You know, those, those small retailer. I guess, would you call them a teen retailer? I would call them out of our league as far as people who could, uh, you know, go in there and actually buy clothes. This is not our age group. Okay. Not our demographic. Right. Not it, our demographic. But I will tell you this. Big, big in the high end of clothes. Well, I was just going to say, you were a cool kid when I was in high school. Right. If you wore Abercrombie. See, I, for me, it was polo. Or something right. like that. Abercrombie came yeah, after. Our that was the, the end but of I'm here to I tell you. I mean, I, I, I'm here to tell you. I mean, if you've ever seen a kid wearing all Abercrombie, I mean, that's expensive stuff. It's well, need to say apparently huge losses. They're closing another sixty stores. Gap. You know that's your old Navy Banana Republic, uh, and I forget they got another uh, Gap. Uh, they're closing seventy uh, seventy five more stores. Forty-three percent decline in net income at Gap. Aeropostale, they had filed bankruptcy protection. Uh, I, I want to say a month ago or a month and a half ago. Is that how you pronounce it, Aeropostale? Yeah, Aeropostale. I did not know that. And, and I've been they, saying it wrong the whole time. They have eight hundred stores. You know how many that got bid on? Two twenty-nine. That means. 670 stores are going out. By the way, you know who the bidder was? This was the best part. There was only one bidder, and it was the two mall operators getting together and saying, hey, well, we, we got to keep some of them open. And so you got, <laughs> you got mall operators buying the remnants of Aeropostale. J. Crew came out with earnings today. Horrible. Uh, did not say how many stores they're closing. And then how about this Walmart? Hey, by the way, we're we're firing another 7,000, what they're calling back office store employees, 7,000 layoffs from Walmart today. Uh, then car sales came out today. These are August numbers. Ford, and I've been warning you about car sales. I've been telling you. Down 8.8% for August. General Motors 
down 5.2% in August. The Fed's talking about, yeah, things look really, I mean, I can't make the numbers up. This is what they are. ISM manufacturing for the month of August came in at a negative number. Anything above 50 is uh, alleged expansion. Anything below 50 is contraction. 49.4 construction spending flat. We already know we don't make anything here anymore. All of these uh, obviously not very conducive for the feds to raise rates. This is why you're seeing gold rally. I'm going to tell you right now, we, we get a weak jobs number tomorrow. I wouldn't be surprised to see a twenty, thirty, you know, maybe up to forty dollar move in gold on on a weak jobs number tomorrow. But this was probably even a bigger story. You know the big shippers, the global shippers, right? They got those huge the cargo ships, and I've been telling you how cheap it has gotten to send freight. Right? You could rent out. One of these three football long cargo ships, right? I you remember you talking about old this ship, right? For less than you could rent a, uh, a a Ferrari for a day. The seventh largest shipper, Hangzhen, went under last night. Now all of their ships apparently they're just stranded. Just sitting out just there. Just sitting out there. They don't know what to do with them now. In port. In port, off port, wherever they may be, they're out of business. And and this is one of these things where, now this is a South Korean company, but this is how bad it really has gotten. And you can, you can print all the QE you want. You can try to prop up all the markets you want, but I'm sorry. These are things that we haven't seen in a generation. This is a complete collapse that is playing out everywhere. You know, and then you start thinking about all of the the craziness. Uh, Yesterday, according to uh, the FBI, there was two new cyber attacks and two step, separate state election boards. One of the states was Arizona. Apparently we got hacked. The election I, a board, I don't know what that actually, they, hacking it would do. I don't know if they hacked into the voting machines themselves or they just hacked into their website. But now they're saying they're going to get the Department of Homeland Security to consider uh, declaring the election of the elections as critical infrastructure. See, this is how quickly things happen. You know, maybe I have some conspiratorial thinking. But now we're going to get the Department of Homeland Security to be in charge of the elections. These are the same people that are in charge at the airport. And they're inept. Right? There. They are. Can't get more inept than that. I mean, you can't even get people through a security line. 
Did Homeland, uh, uh, the Homeland Security report to uh, the Secretary of State? Yeah. Oh, Secretary of Defense. <laughs> I'm just curious. That, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know that answer. I just don't want to make my boss angry. I'm just right. Hey, giving it the same control over security it has over Wall Street, the the power grid, uh, the the latest admissions of attacks could speed up that effort, possibly including the upcoming presidential election. Can you imagine you going to vote? Uh, can you take off your shoes, please? <laughs> Oh, we got to give you the wand down. I mean, just really one of these things uh, that makes you scratch your head in what it is that's really happening. You know, we used to talk, my uncle used to talk about Big Brother. You know, and I go back to when I first met him in the 90s, right? And I'm like, man, you're crazy. You're nuts. Yeah, the government spies on you, does all this stuff. Guess what? Yep, they certainly do. They know where everybody is at all times. It's proven. And, and, and the things that they don't know, they're going to make sure they get control of. You know, we, we briefly touched on it Wednesday, talking about getting rid of cash. And talking about how it's become a law enforcement issue. Maybe it's going to be a homeland security issue. Right? Because let's face it, anybody walking around with a $100 bill facilitates crime. Cash is also deeply implicated in tax evasion, right? This is becoming big issues now. Think about what what's going on in Greece. They don't talk about it, right? You don't turn on the idiot box and, and hear them talking about how uh, the 401k industry has been ripping you off for decades. They don't talk about what it is that all these controls that are being in place, now Homeland Security is going to take over, <laughs> I guess, who's going to become the next president of the United States, and they certainly don't want you to know what this next piece is, and talking about what happened starting in January that's coming to Greece. Of course, Greece, you know, Cyprus was before them. They they are the, they got put on, uh, shut all their banks, right? Remember, you couldn't withdraw more than 20 euros at a bank in Greece and all of your accounts, you weren't able to, you know, if you wanted to get your money out, you couldn't do it. You still can't do it. By the way, they don't tell you that part. Yeah, you can withdraw. I think they've got it back up to, to the $200 a day. But you can't go in and close your bank account in Greece. Can't just shut the door on it? No. I mean, you can transfer from one bank to the next, but you can't take your money and leave town. But here's what, what's happening, and this is why, this is just another one of these things. You start putting together the pieces of the puzzle, right? You got our Federal Reserve talking complete nonsense. Oh, yeah, we're, we're going to raise rates, you know, maybe here, you know. We're almost at full employment. 
right? They're, they're, who would even admit that? The econ- Nobody in their right mind thinks the economy is kicking butt. And yet these idiots come out and try to convince you this is the best employment we're ever going to have. Of course, it's the best employment you're ever going to have if we just don't count people. Right? If we If we just pretend that there's 95 million Americans of working age that aren't working, pretend that doesn't matter. Pretend that it doesn't matter that millions and millions and millions of people that are working are only working part-time when they want full-time work. Right? We're going to try to convince you you really don't want to work full-time. Because, I mean, look at it. I mean, if you don't work, if you work full-time, look how much less free time you'd have. Right? I mean, this is what they're trying to get you to believe. Right? Anybody that walks around with $100 bills, you're just facilitating crime. And Greece's ongoing collapse. The Greek finance ministry confirmed some more details of the long-planned registration of all kinds of private wealth that will go into effect February 2017. More than 8.5 million taxpayers registered in Greece. Now, see, here in the United States, I'm assuming only the legal citizens will have to register. The illegals, I, I think, I guess they won't have to. They said all 8.5 million registered taxpayers in Greece will be called upon to declare all movable and immovable assets to their total wealth. We'll talk about what that means when we get back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Mrs. Schlafly is a constitutional attorney, pro-family leader, and author of 25 books, including the best-selling A Choice, Not an Echo. And now... Here's Mrs. Schlafly. The Republican and Democratic parties adopted new platforms in their convention to July, and they present two fundamentally different plans for America's future. Never before in our lifetimes have the two platforms been so different. With the vacancy of conservative justice Antonin Scalia hanging in the balance this November, the Democrat platform quickly named their top priority. They promise to appoint judges who will protect the abortion industry, not just on the Supreme Court, but all across federal benches. The Republican platform instead attacks the national crisis in our judiciary due to activism by federal judges. Only a Republican president will appoint judges who respect the rule of law expressed within the Constitution and Declaration of Independence, including the inalienable right to life and the laws of nature and nature's God, the GOP platform explains. The GOP platform calls for rebuilding the U.S. military into the strongest on earth with vast superiority over any other nation or group of nations. The Democrats' platform does not mention military superiority or even American exceptionalism, but instead blames Americans for a recent uptick 
in Islamophobia. More than a quarter of the Republican platform is devoted to a section called America Resurgent, which sets forth the necessary steps to restore peace through strength while listening to the wisdom of President George Washington's warning to avoid foreign entanglements and unnecessary alliances. The Democratic platform calls for tangling the United States in a global network of alliances. The sharp contrast between these two platforms leaves no doubt about which party should receive your vote in November. You know the issues in the 2016 presidential election campaign, illegal immigration, terrorism, globalism, a strong military, religious freedom, and who will be appointed to the Supreme Court. But you're only hearing spin and sound bites from the national media. Want a better understanding of what's at stake? Go to EagleForum.org for a complete collection of commentaries that makes the issues crystal clear. That's EagleForum.org. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. a hillbilly scholar blue collar of a man he came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands he was backwards backwards welcome back patriot radio news hour our toll-free number 800-951-0592 you know and you can just forget about you know these central banks and all this talk about at least here about how great everything is and the job market's so good, right? The, the consumer is roaring, right? But yet every retail, I don't know a retailer that's even talking about things are good. Do you know any? Is there any? I can't think of one. Well, maybe Dick's now that Sports Authority and Sports LA are gone, but I mean, there is none. And then we start hearing now they're writing books about getting rid of cash, right? And these are guys, these are the the elitist, these are the academia, and, and a matter of fact, this, this Kenneth Rogoff, you know, we talked about him yesterday, used to be the finance chief at the IMF, and he's on the, I don't know, the board at Harvard or wherever he is. But it's so much more than that. We talk about the blockchain stuff. I had a customer call me up a couple of days ago and said, Joe, you're on it. It's already here. You know, it's football season. And football season, as all of you well know, means gambling. Does it not? Uh, what do you want to bet? Right. What do you want to bet? You want the over? You want the under? You 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 do a thing that we call them napkin bets. It's a special evening. It's a special evening where a bunch of our friends all gather at the local establishment and First, we have uh, a serpentine draw of about, and who's going to win the Super Bowl? Who's going to win the AFC Championship? Who's going to win the NFC Championship? And then we go, uh, how many games will Tony Romo play this year? The over-under is five. Right. And then Somebody's people start right. taking and, bets. And people and, start taking bets, right? And all of this by a banker <laughs> is put on an Excel spreadsheet. It's and true. He, it's and actually, it, that part is actually true. It's, it's actually true. And at the end of the season... You either won a lot of money or, or you man, lost. Well, you and let pay. me tell you, 2015 was a tough year on the Lopez house. <laughs> so, so 
Needless to say, one of my customers called me up and said, hey, you know what, I, I uh, was doing uh, the gambling website. Okay, now I don't know anything about gambling websites, but they wouldn't take his credit card. Are we talking DraftKings or one of those type of gambling websites uh, for football? I think it was a, like a sports book okay. type website. All right. All right. And he said you had to essentially get electronic credits. You know, the cryptocurrency, maybe, I don't know if it was Bitcoin or a relative of Bitcoin. That was the only way you could sign up to place these wagers. And, and and it's already starting to get into mainstream. But the Greeks have now taken it a step further. This is how it's going to happen. Under the new scheme, Greeks are mandated to have to register everything they own. Taxpayers having to add movable and immovable possessions, such as paintings on their wall, antiques. How about this one? Jewelry. Historical weapons. Also, any cash that they have in their wallets or under their mattress must be reported. Taxpayers must declare all the cash they have in their hands, even if it's a single euro. The Greek finance ministry says that every time they either add more cash to their possession, i.e., they went to the bank and withdrew some cash, or someone handed them a 20-euro note for a poster at a garage sale, or if they've spent some of that cash, they're supposed to go log on, not yearly, daily, and let the Greeks know that you've done it. Of course, what is the main driver of doing something like that? Why would you think they would make it so difficult? Wait, you're going to use cash? Yeah, I want to know about it every day. Why would they do that? The answer really is fairly simple, right? Stop using cash. And oh, by the way, why would you have to report everything that you own? What could possibly be the reason for that? Right? Think about this. The government comes out tomorrow and tells every American, you need to record everything you own that has value. Would you do it? Would you tell them about the cash that you have? Would you tell them about the gold? Would you tell them about the silver? Right? And most of you out there say, oh, no, I wouldn't do it. Well, it's the same thing. I hear this a lot, too. What if they ever confiscated gold again? I'm not giving them my gold. Yeah, you will. You will. And I and I, and I I don't say that, you know, any other way than, you know, these governments 
they're going to put you in prison. Right? They're going to label you some kind of if. You know, a terrorist, right? A conspiratorialist, right? Whatever it may be. And they're going to put you in jail, throw away the key. And the funny thing is, is here I am, and I'm telling you about this. And there's people out there listening that'll sit there and try to say, this isn't true. It absolutely is. This is what the law says. Now, Greece, some of you out there will say, well, you know, Greece has a has horrible problem with black market. And a lot of Greeks don't pay their taxes. And I will tell you, you're right. Because they've been forced into it. And what do I mean by that? Well, when you have exploding debt, when you have overtaxation, what do people try to do? They try to avoid it, right? <laughs> right? I mean, look at our tax code. It's re- it really is ridiculous. How do you stay off the radar, though? Well, this is the point. The point is, the government has made a conscious effort. They're, they're so desperate now. They need to get rid of it. And there's only one way to do it. We're going to go fully digital. All of the debt are going to be taken out from the citizenry. I mean, that's just what's going to happen. And the question's going to be, who's going to have things left that are going to allow them to rebuild? And who of those that weren't smart enough to get ready and aren't able to rebuild at all? Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. This story is just gaining some traction here. One of the world's, and I think maybe one of the few, uh, these paper gold ETF companies. Uh, they're out of Europe. They one of their big selling features because we tell you all the time when you buy these ETF, you're not buying gold, you're buying a receipt. And on and all the fine print and the, you know when people go to their stockbroker, they go to their financial planner. They've been listening to this show, and they're concerned and rightfully so. And and they start talking to them about gold, right? Now, hey, I think I'm going to buy some physical gold. Why would you do that? You don't want to do that. We got gold ETS. We got stock funds. We can get to all kinds of exposure to gold. You don't actually own any of it. And really, therein lies the problem. One of these and this is a one of the larger ETFs out there in Europe. They they said to their clients, "Hey, with us, if you want physical delivery, we'll do it." Now, of course, you had to own hundreds of ounces of gold to be able to demand physical delivery because.
because they they buy uh, physical uh, good delivery, like Comex bars. Those bars are 400 ounces, right? They're not going to take a hacksaw to one of those bars so you can get your three or four ounces. But if you were a big customer, you could do it. And apparently, uh, they had done it thousands of times. Now, the bank that was doing the delivery was, well, one of these troubled banks that we've talked about quite a bit here on the show, talking about Deutsche Bank. One of the largest German banks, right, if not the largest, I know it's one of the three largest banks in Germany, in all kinds of trouble, right, something I've warned you about, you can't be a bank and prosper with negative rates. As of yesterday, Deutsche Bank is no longer allowing physical delivery, and the company, it's it's, uh, Exerta Gold Service. They are the ETF that that promoted the right for physical delivery by all of its customers. And apparently, as of yesterday, Deutsche Bank has has stopped physical delivery of all gold. Now, why would they stop it? Now, of course, here's the one thing I will tell you when you read the fine print. No one reads the fine print. When you go to a bank and you open up an account, right now, it's all digital, right? Right? And you sit there at the desk, and, and you have the, like at the store, you know, when you sign, you know, at the, you use your debit card or your credit card, and it's got that little kiosk screen, and you sign on that screen. Same thing when you open, open up an account at a bank now. Hit accept, hit accept, hit accept, sign, hit accept, hit accept, sign. That's the fine print that you're hitting accept to. The fine print always has and always will allow them to what? Not deliver. I know we said we were going to, but you know what? We changed our mind. You have two choices. You can either leave the gold here, if it's really there, or we can just give you a cash settlement. But either way, you're not getting it. Which leads to the next question, why wouldn't they deliver? Why wouldn't they deliver? I mean, only one logical answer really comes to mind. They don't have it. Isn't that the only answer? You've been given a piece of paper. Right, now we told you that when you made this purchase, that we put the gold away for you. And this is one of the things, and I bring it up because any time you're dealing with these people, you're dealing in paper. You know, when you do an IRA with us, I know for a fact that the gold is actually there. How do I know it as a fact? Because I'm the one that sent it there. 
Gold Star, who is the administrator, doesn't pay me not to ship your product. It's physically there. All of these other paper-type products, even the ones who even put it on paper, they ran ads in TV in Germany. Oh, no, we, we, if you want it, we'll physically deliver. If you meet the requirements, we'll do it. Right up until yesterday. And then you start to think about, and this is kind of what, what I talk about, this thing's going to be quick. You don't have the luxury. They're not going to come out and give you some sort of warning. Hey, by the way, on October 27, 2017, something bad's going to happen. You may want to start getting ready for it now. Just make sure that you've taken the right steps to prepare before that day. Final segment coming up. Final segment on a Thursday. And I just want to, I made an error. I want to correct it. You could demand delivery. I said, you know, they had to be Comex 400-ounce bars. Apparently this this fund, you could get, uh, the smallest delivery you could demand was the Kilo Bar. And the Kilo Bar, 32.15 ounces. By the way, this fund has been in existence not even for 10 years. They had already, Deutsche Bank had already physically delivered over four and a half metric tons of gold to roughly 900 people, which means that the average of that was 160 ounces of gold per person. And now, as of today, Deutsche Bank has now started refusing physical delivery. Uh, And it's just another one of these things where there's only so much of it out there. And either you have it or you don't. You know, Eric always used to talk about the, uh, you know, you had a a gun in the safety deposit box. Well, when the burglar comes, you can't point the receipt at him. That's a good point. Right? Yeah. When the burglar comes, you can't, well, hey, I got a gun, I got a receipt. Can't do that. Same rule applies when you're talking about preserving your wealth. You can't show them a receipt because the fine print says, guess what? That receipt doesn't mean anything. You can take a cash settlement or nothing. And of course, you know, well, who knows what the cash will be. Uh, gold's up six thirteen hundred and fourteen dollars silver's up twenty five cents eighteen dollars eighty five cents because the the great economic recovery at least for today doesn't look like it's happened at all tomorrow is the job data a weak number and you're going to see all the rate hike talk fall off the wayside you're going to see 
uh, probably a lot of short covering in the gold market, and conversely, a huge number, it'll go the other way. At least as it looks today, I, I don't think anybody's expecting a huge number. So if you want to take a shot, and, and really, even with a big, the downside for gold's pretty limited here. Uh, it's already had a big sell-off, but if you're anticipating that it's going to be a weak one, and you want to get in uh, on this market before it all goes the other way, the uh, you know, last couple of days we ran those $10 gold pieces. Uh, if you bought two $10 gold pieces, uh, $700 uh, today, even with the price move, I got $20 gold pieces, and and I don't and I don't have hundreds of them, but I probably got about fifty-five or sixty twenty-dollar uh, Liberty gold pieces, fourteen hundred dollars um, until uh, until I'm out of them or tomorrow comes at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We'll talk to everyone. We'll see what the numbers are. We'll know them when we're on the air tomorrow. Thank you.